Blog Talk Radio. Okay, welcome. Here we go. We're beginning here to the show. It's Monday. How do I try to get Jack in here? I'm in, Beth. Oh, you're in? You're in? Hey, get Mike to call. All right, but so first to start off, I want Mike to, I want Mike to join us. Before I get, we get to what everyone's talking about, I, want, I found out some shocking news today. Just shocking. Mike Da Silva has never, ever, ever, ever ate a muffin. Like, are you serious? Who hasn't ate a muffin? That's why you have not eaten pancakes, waffles, eggs. Who hasn't had a muffin? Do you agree? Sure. It's crazy. You I've haven't. Had you've a, had a, I've never had a muffin before either. No, yeah, you have. Nope. You're lying. You've had a muffin. You both never. You both never had muffins. No one eats muffins, Tessa. People eat muffins. Muffins are popular. Muffins are household. Uh, household food. They're quick. They're easy. They're convenient. You can have them for breakfast. You can you can just grab them and eat them on your way to uh, your work or school. You just buy them. Eat. They're delicious. You have muffin is like the 18th most popular breakfast food. It's the what most popular breakfast food? 18th. 18th. I, I, I figure it'd be higher than 18, but. But uh, they're 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 easy. They're popular. They're Mike texted me saying he told me to move this to six. He did not tell me that such thing at all. Well, Mike, you really deserve this. This I mean I say this to you, Mike, and I mean this. Thank you. Really, really much. Okay. Before we get to what everyone's talking about, Colin Kaepernick, I want I want to start with this. I was I was reading something really interesting uh, the other day about a certain swimmer, and he goes by the name of Michael Phelps, and it was about I'm sure I think you've seen this too. It's about his diet. His diet is absolutely insane. He eats like I don't know how many calories, like four thousand calories, six thousand calories. Oh I'm trying to pull up the link right here. Uh here it is. Michael Phelps diet. This is for first for breakfast. First for breakfast, he twelve thousand a day. Twelve thousand calorie a day diet is insane. First for breakfast, he has three fried egg sandwiches loaded with cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, fried onions, and mayonnaise, two cups of coffee, one fried egg omelet, one bowl of grits, three slices of French toast topped with powdered sugar, and three chocolate chip pancakes. That's like ten breakfasts in one. That's like a buffet for breakfast. 
And then for lunch, he has one pound of enriched pasta, two large ham and cheese sandwiches with mayo and white bread, and energy drinks packing 1,000 calories. That's another two lunches in one. And for dinner, he has one pound of pasta, an entire pizza, more energy drinks. Adds up to 12,000 calories. I would so love to be him eating an entire pizza every day. You know what? So all this, all this gave me an idea. This, tell me if you think this is a good idea or not. I am going to train as much as Michael Phelps. I'm just going to swing back and forth in a pool all day for like eight hours. Just not, I'm not even going to train for the Olympics or anything. I'm going to swim that much just for the purpose of eating food. What do you think? Yeah, don't go to school. Just swim all day. <laughs> I'll, I'll sneak down the, the, the school pool. <laughs> or I'll just I'll go to the wild and skip school, yeah. But yeah, I could I would I would do that. I would swim that much just so I can eat. That's like the perfect plan to train train for train for eating. Perfect. So yeah, it says the headline is Michael Phelps diet, don't try it at home when I think I'm gonna try it at home. Alright, so that's that. Now we can move on to the big thing. Everyone's talking about it. Colin Kaepernick not standing up for our country's national anthem. It's very dividing people. They're debating it. Everyone has a different stance on it one way or another. Here's my opinion. I kind of take kind of both sides on this. You, as an American... It's one of the great things about being an American in our Constitution. You have the right to do whatever you want. You have the freedom and power to do whatever you want and not be punished for it. So you can, you have the right and freedom to stand up, sit down, do whatever you want in the national anthem. But at the same time, I think it still is at least kind of disrespectful to not stand up and honor our veterans who fight for our men and women who fight for our country. So at the same time, I don't think he's any more un-American. I don't think he's, I don't think it's, uh, he's doing anything that wrong by sitting down, but I still think it's at least somewhat disrespectful. So what, what's your opinion on Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, he should be standing during the national anthem to honor all the veterans who have fought for our country and giving him the I'm right a little, to play a game of football. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit of both. I, but I, most people are like they're either one or the other. They're like totally ripping him. You should have stood to the national anthem. You're not in there. Or they're like, or people take the exact opposite side and they're like. I have no problem at all with you not standing for the national anthem. You're an American. You have the freedom. You, I, I'm glad you protested and didn't stand up. That's so. So you're. So are you? Are you hardcore on the side that he definitely should have stood up, and it's, it was really, really wrong of him to not stand up? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I mean. Because Mike, I wish Mike was here so we can talk with him about this. He thinks he thinks it's completely fine for him to 
sit down. And I think I'm fine. And as for the protesting aspect of it, I'm fine with people. Pro- I think it's good when athletes will use their platform and the yeah, uh, you should find a different way to protest these issues. Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of different ways. There's plenty of different ways and more respectful ways to protest than not standing up for your country's country's national anthem. I, I think I think it's definitely disrespectful because actually it's you stand up to honor and res- show respect. It's basically about showing respect, and when you don't stand up, it's disrespectful whether you have the rights and the freedom as an American to sit down or not. I think it's a bad, I don't even look at it as a pro, I don't even look at it as a way to protest. Because we didn't know, we didn't know what he was doing. We didn't know it was even a protest against these issues until he tweeted it out and explained himself of what he was doing by sitting down. So the action of sitting down wasn't is wasn't even that much of a protest himself until he explained why he was doing that. So I think I don't even look at it as a protest. I just look at it as sitting down, sitting down during the national anthem, and went, and he's not really protesting much at all by doing that. And there's much better, stronger ways to get your opinion out there and and protest these things. So. uh so yeah, I really love what Melo, Wade, uh, LeBron, and uh, Chris Paul did at the ESPYS. That's to stand up in front of a national audience, be serious, and tell people the problems with these issues. That's the that's the good way to do it. You don't have to sit down during a national anthem and show disrespect to our country all over it. So that's my opinion. I know a lot of people would disagree, but. Like a lot of people disagree as well. It's very divided on this. That's the that's the only good thing about this is it's causing people to choose sides, and it's really getting a lot of attention. So it worked in that sense, but there are other ways to protest as well than disrespecting our veterans. Well, okay. Uh, so next, we're going to move on. That's a very high debated topic there, so if I have anything to add, let me know. But if not, we'll move on to the recap of last night's preseason game between the Giants and the Jets. The New York battle, the MetLife Bowl. The Giants won the game 21-20. It was a really defensive game most of the way. The Giants didn't really score until their second team came in, and they came back and won late. As the, but the first team looked really, really, really bad. And do you think there is cause for concern for the Giants' offense coming into the season because they've looked really bad the first three games? Yes, the offensive line is terrible. And I don't think that's going to change during the regular season. Yeah, the offensive line does look really bad. They always get hurt. I mean, are <clears> dealing with it. They always get hurt. Uh, and I worry about Eli. He needs to be protected. And it really hurts the you need not going to give him enough time to throw the ball. But, but the defense uh, looks very good. Yeah, the defense does look very good, especially against the Jets. 
They have a lot of good weapons on defense. I'm looking forward to that. That should improve. Um, they're one of the worst in the league last year. That should that should get a lot better. But but as for the as for the offense, uh, their O line needs help. They should have drafted somebody or signed somebody. I don't know if they did either one of that. They didn't get much better there. There, uh, but. I think the receiver's gonna be good. I don't know how good Victor Cruz is gonna be. He's a big he's a big question mark. But you know, we'll see. I think they've got talent. They're after all their signings, especially with their defense, they're expected to make the playoffs. For all we know their offense could go in a huge slump this year, but if they can figure it out, you can look forward to the Giants making a run at the playoffs this season. So, so I guess we'll move on unless you have any more thoughts on the Giants. Uh, we can talk about the we can talk about the Jets too. Uh, so yeah, both both first teams didn't look good. I mean, obviously Fitzpatrick's going to start for them, even though he didn't look that good. They paid him a lot of money, obviously. And uh, it looks like they're definitely keeping Gino as their backup, even though I think he's pretty bad. He looks awful every time he plays. And will will they will they cut Bryce Petty because he's actually looking very good in the freeze, but they like Hackenberg as well, and he's probably better, don't you think? What they should do is cut Geno Smith. They should he's cut Geno Smith. He's probably the worst yeah. quarterback out of the four. Yeah, two young quarterbacks that they can de- can develop. Geno's looks bad every time he's played, mostly, and I don't think they should go through with him. But because he's the one with game experience, they're gonna. They're probably going to keep you. Will they go with four quarterbacks? I don't know. They shouldn't. That's too many. Yeah, no one does that. Yeah, they they probably won't do that. But, yeah, you know you know what team I like this year? I like a bunch of teams. One team I really like is, even without Tom Brady, the Patriots look really good. They got – they traded for a bunch of former first-round picks on defense. I think they improved their defense. And, of course, Brady's going to come back. And Garoppolo is not bad. So, I think the Patriots definitely might uh, contend. Well, I think the Broncos are going to go from Super Bowl champions to just awful. Well, maybe not too bad, but. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get that bad. Payton was pretty bad last year, and they still won the Super Bowl. Definitely not contenders. Oh, the Broncos, the Broncos named their quarterback today. Trevor Simeon, I think it was. Uh, I was surprised. I thought they were going to start either uh, Sanchez or uh, Paxton Lynch. I didn't think they would go with Simeon. But, you know, Adam Schefter reported it wasn't even a surprise, so that's that's how much I know. I think maybe they had, he looked really good. They had a competition. He looked so maybe they do have a good quarterback there. But eh, We'll see. So, yeah, I think the Patriots look really good. I think uh, Seattle will be right in the hunt again. Arizona will probably win that one. What's up? The Packers are going to be good. Oh, the Packers, you're always going to be good with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the best QB in the game, probably. And, of course, there's – there is the – who am I thinking of? Jacksonville Jaguars. No, uh, Panthers. Panthers are 
going to be right there. You know, I got the defense, I got the offense. The Panthers should be back in contention once again as well. All right, so yeah, I'm really pissed at Mike for not joining us. The stupid kid does it again. So, Mike, this goes out to you once again. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so, speaking of Mike, I want to go back to something I was talking about earlier. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps, he was, I don't know if you saw it, probably not. He was presenting at the VMAs last night. And it was, it was kind of funny. He kept, you could clearly see he was looking at the prompter and he kept like looking closely and trying to talk and he kept like stuttering when trying to talk. And like, he was not really a good presenter at all. He was like, the, the, this guy is, I may have all the gold, but, but this guy is all the platinum. Like he was not very, a good speaker. But it's kind of interesting that they had him an athlete present at the VMA. That was interesting. They had him on AGT a few weeks ago, too. So, well, no, he got no more swimming, do he? Might as well get involved in some uh, some other events. Uh, but, yeah, the Gary VMAs Sanchez were... First rookie to win player of the week. He's yeah, he's the first, in history. first player ever to win back-to-back player of the week awards. First rookie ever to win back-to-back Player of the Week awards, and he did it in his like his one one of his first two weeks in the big leagues, like two of his first three weeks here, which is amazing. You know, I keep thinking he's going to stop. Everyone keeps saying, "Oh, we can't get too excited. We can't get too excited. He's going to slow down." But every time we say that, he just seems to get hotter. So now I think he's gotten so good to where we're past all that. And can we say, "Will he stop? Will he slow down?" It's just amazing what he's doing. Yeah, he won't. He's going to hit 405 for the rest of his career. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna break records. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame. It's going to be amazing. He's going to become the best catcher in Major League history. I don't know if I'm being too bold, but I'm really excited right now. Uh, Why did you just text me a picture of a muffin? All right. Let's move on. Uh, so, yeah, there was Gary Sanchez, who was absolutely amazing. And, uh, so, yeah, the Yankees, I think they're only two and a half back now, which is incredible. I don't think so. Do they have a shot at this? I I don't know. It'll be very, very interesting. And, all right. So we should move on. We'll get to the U.S. Open in a a few minutes. That'll be our next story. But first, the Charters and Joey Bosa finally ended their contract dispute. It was a month-long ordeal, and now finally today, Joey Bosa signed a four-year contract with the Chargers. He's scheduled to report on July 29th. He He remained unsigned for 31 days before he finally came to an agreement. And he's at Chargers Park, and he'll practice on Tuesday. But he will not play in the final preseason game. He selected three overall in the Chargers in the draft. After being unsigned for a month, he's finally in. So finally, the whole Joey Bosa thing to an end. He just should not have gone on as long as it did. Uh, NFL players, man, they're greedy. You got the whole Fitzpatrick thing, 
Joey Bosa is only a rookie who's even demanding more money. NFL players agree when it comes to getting paid. But, but yeah, so that's what's going on there. Uh, so what started today is the United States Open major tennis tournament. And uh, headlines today was Rafael Nadal won his first Grand Slam match in over three months. Beating Dennis Estoman, he's from Uzbekistan. He beat him in straight sets, six one, six four, six two. I mean, people are saying the doll looks good. He might make a comeback after having won in years. So we'll see about that. The well, so I John saw Isner came back from two sets down and one. Is there? Yeah, he came back from. I like. I mean, there isn't really many good male Americans nowadays. But Isner's probably the best one. He has a good serve. I don't think he'll go anywhere. He never usually does, but that's good. He's at least moving on to the next round. You get paid more money, more rounds to advance, obviously. Uh, let's see. Move the almost got up. But you know who lost? Gasket. That Richard Gasket, he lost today, I heard. He lost. So, yep. so that's it. There's more matches going on now and later tonight on ESPN, ESPN2. That's your U.S. Open report. And so now we'll move on to uh, – let's talk about – here's what we haven't talked about yet. Let's talk about the Knicks. we got a few more months until basketball season. The Knicks made major additions. They got Derrick Rose, Courtney Lee, Joakim Noah, Brandon Jennings. People are starting to put high expectations on the Knicks. Some are going as far as saying they'll make the Eastern Conference Finals. How far do you see the Knicks going this year? I think they're going to win at least one playoff series. Yeah, I think fourth or fifth in the Eastern Conference. I I think they'll be the fourth seed, probably three or four seed. I don't think they're going to make the. I think it'll be Cleveland one, Toronto two. Um, I guess the Knicks would get three. And I think they'll win their first series and they'll lose in the second round of Toronto. But, and that might be one of their best-case scenarios. They might do even worse than that. There could be injuries. They could end up getting like the five, six, seven seed. I think they'll definitely at least make the playoffs. And at least exciting, the Knicks are going to be relevant again. But people shouldn't be up too high expectations. They're not going to win the whole thing. They're not that good. There's better to, even in the East. There's better teams than them, but well, it was good additions, and they should do a lot better. But Derek Rose is very injury prone. Joakim Noah is very injury prone. Melo's dealt with some injuries. Brandon Jennings is old. I think Courtney Lee's kind of old too. These are all very injury prone players. I don't think their bench is very good, except for Brandon Jennings. But you know. We'll see what happens. They gotta stay healthy. Very done. So, all right. So that's it on the Knicks. Jack, you got anything on the Rangers? What do you think of the Rangers this year? What do I think of the Rangers this year? How I think they'll they squeeze do? into one of the last playoff spots in the East. Last playoff. They're not gonna be very good. So they're gonna lose, you think? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they might make five, seven or eight. Years, but, yeah, I think they're probably worse than last year. And the defense is a lot worse. You got to worry about the Rangers going this year. But, you know, they're not terrible. They're not one of those really bad teams. Like, I don't know, the Sabres. They're not like one yeah, of those teams. Yeah, they should have kept Keith Yandel. That's what they should have Resigned him. Yeah, they should have got Keith. They should have gotten uh, – they probably should have got Eric Stahl back, too, like they just traded for him. Or traded Rick Nash. Yeah, did, could you get a lie out of him? It depends how much you get out of him. Yeah, you can get him. I heard the Ducks were going to give up Cam Fowler for him. That would have been a solid oh, yeah. addition for their defense. Yeah, because he's been he's been kind of inconsistent. Is Mike trying to call? He is. Hold on, I'm going to text him the number right now. Jack, tell the people something good while I text Mike the number. Tell him something fun. All right, or not. So, I think the Rangers, uh, they won't win the division. The Capitals will probably win the division. No, Pittsburgh. Speaking of that, I think I I used to say, I think last year I was saying Ovechkin's the best player in hockey. Now, after this last season, I think the best player in hockey still is Sidney Crosby. He's just the most consistent. He's better than Patrick Kane. I don't think so. Six four six five six four nine nine two. Oh yeah, I might as well advertise the number to fan by the way. If you want to call in, the number is six six four six four six. I'm sorry, six four six five six four nine nine two five. Even though our phone lines might be full of mic calls, but you're always welcome to call in if you like. And I think we're gonna get Mike in the line in a few seconds. So. uh yeah, so uh, Kanye totally roasted Taylor Swift in his speech at the VMAs last night. He was like, he's talking about, you know, that whole controversy with his song. He was like, that's why I called her. Because he's the audience that he called for permission, like totally roasted Taylor Swift in front of everybody. It's kind of, fun, kind of funny. That's, oh, and another thing that Jimmy Fallon, who I love, we're getting off topic here, but that's always fun to do. Jimmy Fallon did a Ryan Lochte impersonation. He, like, went up there with, like, a swim cap and goggles. It was that he, like, totally made fun of Ryan Lochte. It was hilarious. Is Mike calling? I had to check my dashboard. I might have switched the pages. No, he's not calling right now. Yeah, he's not. I'm running out of so, time. Okay, are, you, are you able to see that, too? Do you have a screen up? We do have three minutes yeah. left. Yeah, so it's like Jimmy Fallon. I think he said something about a gun. It was he like made fun of the whole robbery thing with Ryan Lochte. It was really funny. So yeah, Gary Sanchez is amazing. The Knicks are going to do a lot better. The Giants' offense is a cause for concern, but they should still make the playoffs. We do our recap. You think the Giants are going to make the playoffs? Yes. Really? Well, yeah, that's a good thing to talk about. I was actually planning on this. An NFC East preview. Where does the Tony Romo injury affect the Cowboys? How are the other teams going to do? I think right now 
you would probably have to say before we were putting the Cowboys. It's really a wide open division. Uh, Mike says he's calling. If they have a sound there, I'm going to answer it right now. Mike. Mike, you're That's on. Up. You're there. We welcome in Mike DeSilva. Hello. Hello. Are you there? Yeah. Mike, I want to say this to you, and I mean this sincerely. Did you get that? I did not. Listen closely. I'll turn it up. No people understand what that says. No. Mike, we got one minute. I want to. You should have called early. I want to get your opinion on Colin Kaepernick. Sure, you've. Sure, you have stood up. Uh, I'd like to think that what he did was right, but the way he went about it is not right. I hope it's not standing up for the national anthem is the way to do it. Uh, Before you told me, before you told me you agreed with him not standing up, you were like, was it a Facebook post, but now you're changing your opinion? Well, I think one time was making the stand, but if he's going to continue doing it like he said he was going to do it, then no, I think he's wrong. All right, yeah, because I don't think it was a very strong protest at all. I mean, it's gotten people's attention and achieved that way, but but not in a right he way. Didn't, we didn't know what he was doing until he tweeted it out. So the, the protest exactly. itself made no sense. Good point. I think you disrespect to our veterans. So, yeah, that's our show for today. We got Mike for a minute, so we're making progress there. Uh, good job, everybody. I think it was a pretty good show. And we'll do more tomorrow. Tune in more tomorrow. Peace out, everyone.